Welcome to the Real Deal with me, Larry Lawton. We are on uh, the air, and I am alone today. In fact, what I'm going to do is a guy just called for the book, and we're going to bring him on. Before I get started, uh, just check out all our stuff on all all the platforms. You know what they are. Uh, This is a lot of fun. I'm going to be talking about probation. I'm talking about a lot of stuff, the book and everything today. So this is a... it's actually worked out very well. I'm going to get this young guy on, and we're going to talk to him. All right, here we go. Hello? Hello? Hi. Yep, you're on the air. Hi, Larry. I think you're on the air. Uh, uh, why don't you speak? Uh, okay. Hi, uh, I'm Griffin, and uh, thanks for having me. Yep, I'm you, on the air. You are on the air, Griffin. What's your first name? Griffin. Okay, Griffin. Okay, that's your first name. That's oh, I got you. Griffin, how old are you? Where are you from? Yep. I'm from uh, Dover, New Jersey. I'm 25. Gotcha. And you, I, I assume you're a fan of the my YouTube? Yeah, big fan. Okay. How did you find me? Uh, right. You know, I, I brought you on... We just started a podcast. I was doing it myself today. This will go up right after we do it. And uh, I just, it, it just, since you happen to call here, uh, it's lunchtime up here and everybody's gone. So I like to do it now. Uh, if, if I'm going to do it, I do it alone, so to speak. I, I like that. And then how did you hear about my station or YouTube and all that? How'd you find me? Uh, well, you just came up under. Uh recommended because i watch all kinds of random stuff especially now with uh covid you know i just find stuff on youtube to watch and your stories were so crazy that they actually happen yeah and they're all 100 percent true and what freaked me out was i saw your your uh your review of shawshank redemption and i think that was it i think i saw your review of shawshank redemption and i was like Oh my God! If anyone's going to know, if anyone can talk about this movie, absolutely. You know, I'm a movie guy too. I love movies. I love uh, TV shows. And, and then when you said, "Oh yeah, this is the most accurate," I was like, "Oh, I was so hoping you weren't going to say that." Well, the way they treat you, uh, obviously, it was it was made in an earlier time frame era. But the way they treat you, the way they can abuse you, the way they can throw you in the hole for nothing, for uh, the, how you go crazy in there, and how there are innocent people in there. I'm, I, it's never a lot of percentage. I love that. You know, people say, oh, no, it's not a lot. A lot, a lot of people aren't in there innocent. But there are people who are in there who are innocent, and there are people who are in there with very sketchy uh, things that happen to them, meaning uh, the, the government didn't play fair. You know, it wasn't a fair fight, so to speak. They withheld evidence. They uh, don't don't uh, disclose certain discovery, and there's a whole bunch of stuff. They they believe it or not, the government does, and that's a shame, but it's true. So, well, I like that one line from the movie. It made me think of you. How why, how'd you get in here? Lawyer fucked me. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But lawyer didn't fuck me. You know, I always tell people I was I was guilty. You know, I, I'm never one. To, to make light of my crimes. Uh, they are what they are. I did what I did. I paid my debt to society. And, uh, I, you know, I wish more people would just accept 
people for what they did. You know, it's it's amazing. Although I have a great, great fan base, uh, I also have haters, you know. I mean, it's just people who just, I, I think they have nothing better to do than hate, you know, and I think it's crazy. But I, I wonder how sad their life is when they have to hate when they don't even know the person, you know, and that, that to me is crazy. But it happens all the time, if, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I watched your last um, your last live stream. I was like, everyone kept telling you you need mods or moderators. I'm like, yeah, he does because. Oh yeah, uh, I'm surprised so, you weren't. But if you actually read the stuff and just didn't like glance at some of them, I was like, oh my god, he needs to get someone. Oh, I don't know what they said. Uh, you know, again, I hear they say no. It was just stupid shit. But I was like, what? what? But yeah. Yeah, but you know, I, I like, oh my god, he did. I, I could never worry about that, and I don't think many people should. Uh, you know, people people want to be heard, so if you recognize them or whatever it is, then they know they're being heard, so to speak. So it's it, you know, listen, I, I as you know, and if you watch my channel and if you watch my videos that come out, I get on after every video and I answer comments. I don't know if you knew that, and uh, and the. Yeah. The reason I do that is because I like to stay connected. I like to see what people say. I like to see what the different things are, uh, suggestions. Uh, and I read them, and I take criticism good and very, in a good way, meaning if, if, it's, if it's legit, it's legit. If it's not, yeah. I've learned from my audience. When I first started doing interviews, now, interviews are different. When I first started doing interviews, I was really bad. Then I started getting better and better and better. And people have said that my interview with Michael Francis was one of the best they heard, uh, got things out of it a was. certain thing. So, you know, I got better. You know, I understand that. I, I'm, a, I'm a talker. I'm a communicator. So I was talking over people. And my brain is flooded with so much, you know, information in, after the years of my life. Uh, and, and I and I truly believe. See, a lot of people don't know this. I truly believe in you, you young young guys. You know, I'm a big big believer in the young people your age, 25, intelligent. You just bought my book, and thank you for that. Uh, it did come signed. I, I definitely signed because all the books that went out, and there were seven that went out this morning, and uh, I signed them all. Anyway, okay. And the and you the, said you said oh well. Well, you know, I might sign them, I might not. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> please sign mine." Yeah, I just looked, and uh, they're all the ones that were on the counter this morning. That went out with the mailman. I signed, so that one is signed. I think the batch went out yeah. this morning, and uh, so you'll have it in a few days or whatever it is. And uh, you know, the book is wild, and the book tells a story of a person that was pretty bad, and you're going to see that, but also a person that can change. And I believe, because I deal with young people a lot, and, and when I built my program and everything I did, I really believe in young people. And I think you guys who are educating yourself, not only with my channel, you probably watch other channels, and you can decipher information a lot better than most people. I mean, listen, these people who are in these tribes of one party or another, they, you know, they don't change. You guys, young people on the internet, they get their information from multiple, multiple sources. And that's good. You know, the more people you get information, then you can weed out the bullshit and take what you want. But these people who sit home, yeah. my age group mostly, 
and they watch Fox News or they watch CNN, whatever they watch, I don't care. They stay in that tribe and yeah. they don't want to get out of it and they don't want to expand their mind and hear the other sides and stuff. And when you don't do that, you're really yeah. putting yourself behind the eight ball. So what do you do for a living, uh, Griffin? Um, just I, not much. I had, before COVID happened, I had a part-time job at my uh, church being okay. like a church church keeper, they call it. But it's mostly like a watcher just to make sure people come in and out okay, lock up when the place is done. Do you have any problems there that you need that? Um, no, but you know, I remember I had, I was in, I was, I was there on Sunday, like I normally would. It was just me and this other guy and someone, and one of the, one of the other members who I've known for like ever came up to me and said, Hey, oh, you're going to be here for a little bit. Right. And I said, yeah, of course I'm waiting for service. And he goes, I, someone put two, someone put 50 bucks in that offering plate. It needs to stay in that offering plate. Oh, I was like, okay. You mean people would steal it? Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's, it, it was just me and this other person. I, I'm, I'm kind of looking back with that. He goes, yeah, just, just make sure it stays in that offering plate, okay? Is he trying to say that you were going to steal it? No, he was trying to say that the guy, the guy, um, the guy, the other guy in towards the back might come up and, you know, what? try to do some sleight of hand thing. That's what I'm saying. So he's thinking somebody's going to steal it. Yeah, but not me personally. Okay. Does that happen a lot at your church? I mean, how would you know it, even if it happened, unless you caught somebody? I, I mean, we're actually, I mean, you know, as far as churches go, they're actually on top of things, I guess. I don't. It was just weird at the time too. I was like, "Wow, okay." That, I mean, that I is wild. Where anyway? That is wild. That yeah, even I mean, the, the church thinks I mean, the, like that. Yeah, I mean, and the guy. Listen, the guy wasn't really a member. I mean, he was just there for the bag lunch, and he stays during service. But God. you can tell something was up with him if you saw him, like. And I don't like judging people any 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 more than you do or don't do or whatever. But I'm just like, yeah, all right, right. I I, I even know. said that. I was like, really, really that guy? And he goes, just watch the money. I'm like, okay. Well, you know, that's not being. That's just being vigilant. Uh, obviously, that we've grown up with signs. If you saw a guy, people say to me, "Oh, that's being prejudiced." I said, "No, it's not." If I saw a guy walking down the street with a crowbar and a ski mask over his head, would I be prejudiced by saying that guy's looking to rob something? No. I mean, that's just being vigilant yeah. and being being observant. Yeah, no. Now, if you're just doing it because of the color of their skin, or and the guy, let's just say the guy's a nice-looking, whatever. You have three guys, and they're all in suits, and they all look good. And One's a black guy, one's a Hispanic guy, one's a a Caucasian guy, and you pick out the black guy, that's starting to say, why are you picking the black guy? That's a bias. That's what they call uh, it's in you. It's uh, something that you, you know, you have to try to catch yourself. And people say, oh, you just shouldn't have that. No, people grow up with what they grow up with. So everybody has to start just understanding they have that. And when you have that, you can think more rationally. So 
And I look at it like that. Everybody has something that we grew up with. I mean, and that's good and bad. Obviously, you know, you got you might have grew up with manners. Is that bad that you have manners? Of course not. Is it bad that you maybe no, your yeah. parents grew up in an era that there was prejudice and they were more prejudiced and they and, and they gave it to you, but you catch yourself because you're not like that? I happen to be lucky. I grew up in New York City in the Bronx in Brooklyn. And my parents had none of that. It didn't matter who you were. If you lived on our block and you you were good. You know what I mean? It, nobody gave a shit. Just the way you are. Where in Jersey yeah. are you from? Uh, Dover, uh, Morris County. Okay, so that's up in the uh, northwest, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's North, maybe northeast. Yeah. Well, yeah. north. That's uh, good. I took. I when I say west, I mean like this is from New York. <laughs> I think of the uh, oh, the yeah, Hudson okay. River, and then I go a little west of that. Obvious. That's me, and I know it's wrong. How is the weather up there right now? Um. It's all right. It it took about two days for everything to finally clear up. Clear up. I mean, it snowed. Like everyone's like, "Oh my God, we're gonna get this big storm." The storm was overnight, so whatever we got during the day was like an afterthought. I thought, at least where I am. I mean, all the sidewalks are cleaned up, and but you still got snow on the ground, stuff. right? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I, Everyone was like, oh, I heard we had, I heard we were going to get five inches or four inches. I'm like, no, try two. <laughs> well, I, I heard uh, Boston had 24 inches. Now, I don't know if that was true or not. Uh, they got hammered. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah, Boston's Yeah, I wouldn't doubt there. that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying where I was, I was like, okay. Well, listen, you know, I, 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 have you been watching my weekly news show? I have a new yeah. one. What do you think of it? It's good. I kind of, I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of nervous, though, when you start going into politics. I'm like, okay, pull back, <laughs> pull back. Well, I do. I, I mean, I don't get into it too heavy. I, I try just, you know, because I'm a middle-of-the-road person, period. And yeah. and I don't well, want... I, I, I was telling my mom that. I'm like, this guy I watch Larry Long, and he says he's a libertarian. And then he told me what it was. And I was like, ah, maybe I'm a libertarian. You know, most people are, believe it or not. They just don't know. That's it. what she said. She goes, she was like, yeah, when you think like, you know, when, when you, like, like the last time you did a live stream, you're like, I'm fiscal, but I'm good. You can marry whoever you want. Sure. I, I don't care. I what, like, okay. Yeah. I was like, that's good. I'm like, hey. Listen, I was like, be as fiscal as you want. Just oh, I'm I'm yeah. very liberally social. I'm a social liberal. They call it. Uh, I don't care who you marry, who you have sex with, what your gender is, what your orientation is, what your color is, what drugs you want to do. Long as you respect other people and, and understand that, and don't do anything illegal with young people or anything of that nature, or elderly people or any, but don't take advantage of anybody. Other than that, you know, I don't give a fuck what you do. I really don't. And then now fiscally, hey, I don't want the government just to keep throwing my money away. I'm giving you money. You should at least use it responsibly. You know, you tell me to use it yeah. responsibly. Why the fuck can't you use it responsibly, if that makes sense? Yeah, so, right. And, and that's yeah, how right. I look at it, if you, if you know what I mean. And that's what I think most people, especially, Griffin, your generation. You're 25. You don't care about who's having sex with who or whatever. Your generation is, hey, listen, we grew up. That's it. Do what you want, man. 
Don't bother anybody. I, I'm assuming that's true. I don't know if it is true. If you can tell me no or yes. It's, it is true. We were, we were taught even in schools, like, you know, it's become a thing now. We were taught in schools. Don't really, you know, you love who you love. Come on. Right. No way. Right. Like, who, who's to tell you another know, like, person? I was telling my parents. I'm like, I'm like, that was a thing in school. That was actually a thing. You know, they taught us, like, okay. This is, you know, we all know what straight is. We know what gay is. Now they've added bisexual, transgender. That's That's fine. Whatever. Exactly. Who cares? Does it matter to anybody? You know, it's, I think it's wrong when we, when we, again, judge another person. Because, you know, a kid or young person grow up, whatever the way they grew up and whatever gender they identify, whatever that matters. How would you like to be judged by everybody just because of what you thought, or like you said, or who you loved, or whatever it was? That's terrible. I hey, mean, listen, I, I I have a disability too, so like I, you know, I got the judgment part. I'm, I'm to. Uh, see, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't like that. I don't care. You seem intelligent. You're obviously you're buying a book, so you read and do all that. And no matter what your yeah, disability well, is, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't affect like, anybody. Like my eye doctor said, my eye doctor flipped out. He goes, just because he's in, just because he's half blind doesn't mean he should be in any stupid classes. That's right. hundred percent. If that's and, what your disability is, your disability, you said is you're, you're half blind. Yeah. And you're going to buy my book. Yeah. How are you going to read it? Do you have like a device that can go on the book or or uh, something like that? I have uh, prism glasses. Oh, so yeah. I can still see out of one eye. <laughs> do you do you find it difficult so. to read? Yes. Yeah, that that's a shame, you know. I, not I, not as much. Like I I used to I hate I used to hate reading. No lie. Like I I used to hate it. I had to do it for school and you know, you do confessions of, uh, you do confession robberies. Right. I don't know how I did this. I, I stole, I, 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 I took, uh, I didn't steal anything. I didn't mean that, but I, 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 I took, uh, I took a test for one of the books we quote unquote had to read. I still got C's. Huh. Don't ask me how I did it, but. You, you know, it's funny because wow. I, when I was younger, I was always a reader. Even even when I was in like, uh, when, I, when I started working in Manhattan and we used to take a bus, it's called, it was called the Express Bus from the Bronx to Manhattan, worked at my uncle's printing shop. And I read my, my first full book I ever re- read, I can remember, it's called The Saints of Danamora. It was about this guy named, Is I can remember, can you believe that? And that's, wow, that's 45 years ago. You'll never forget. I never forget. I got a pretty good memory for an old guy. But uh, uh, anyway, so what I did was I read this book called uh, The Saints of Danamora. It's about a guy named Isidore Zimmerman who was actually innocent. And he got let out of prison uh, years later. And it was uh, about Danamora State Prison in New York and how he became a jailhouse lawyer. And it was really in how they had the blood elevator and where the cops would beat you to, you know, the bloody, you know, to a bloody pulp. And, uh, it, you know, I remember that book. Is that amazing that I can remember the characters yeah. I mean, 45 years ago? Uh, that's amazing. Now And now, I mean, even, uh, of course, through prison, I read a lot. And then, obviously, even now, I might, depending on my schedules now, I'm getting so busy. 
But I try to read at night, even if it's for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, a chapter or two, you know. And it, it kind of relaxes me. I love to read. So uh, I'm sure you... I, I like to read... I like to read in the summer. Oh, really? Like that's, on, that's my favorite time to read. Out on a patio or something? Yeah. Have a nice have a nice uh, bottle of water. How about a nice drink? Stroke or How about a cigar and a scotch? <laughs> I don't drink. It interferes with my pot smoking. Oh, yeah. There you go. Good for you. I'm a pot smoker as well, as you know. Uh well, I wrote you, I sent you an email too. I don't know if you got it. Yeah, I'm kind of a stalker. I sent you an email that said, "Hey, me and you, we'll hook up. We'll you'll smoke a cigar and I'll smoke a joint." And we'll you know, I think fun. I remember that. I, I, I'm not sure. I get so many. I get so many. But it's funny because I have a uh, I have a uh, uh, a pot license for Florida. You know, a medical marijuana card. And I see. I'm a believer that all drugs should be legal. All of them. Anything. I don't give a fuck what you want to do. Now, if you rob for yeah. it, if you do a crime to get it or something of that nature, then you should be held accountable. And I, does it does listen out anybody who defends? Oh, we shouldn't have drugs. Listen, I don't care what drug it is. I don't even give a shit. Ecstasy, cocaine. I could care less. Here's why: the worst drug in the world is alcohol. I mean, if if you really want to get to numbers how many people it kills, how much medical costs it costs. Uh, it's the worst drug. It's the first drug that I think it's 78% of all young people try is alcohol because they get it from their yeah. parents' liquor locker or whatever, however they get it. So, I mean, you could talk about drugs to me all you want. Oh, not this drug or this. Now you're pinpointing. No, do the Swedish model. Uh, do it, Washington. They decriminalize all this shit. Because nobody should be going to prison for drugs or in any, unless you're selling to a kid. There's got to be regulations, you know. There should be regulations on this stuff, and that would that would stop it all, well, you know. Our governor tried. Our our governor got it to pass. Now they can't figure out what to do with it. What what what? So. All drugs? No, just weed. Oh yeah, but we're in Florida. We're medical marijuana, Florida. But I think there's now 13 states. I think it's 13 that are fully legal. You know, Colorado, California, yeah. uh, Washington, Oregon, Alaska, I think Hawaii. I, they're all legal. You can just go smoke. You go to a smoke shop and buy, buy weed and, and, and go smoke it. And, you know, even though, you know, people don't know this, when I grew up smoking weed, it was a lot shittier weed than you get today. Today you get shit that I'm not That's what my ass. dad said. He's right. That's, that's what my dad said. He goes, listen. When we used to get weed, we got we got a mixture. We may have got one or two buns, but we also got shake and stick. <laughs> He's right. He's right. And tell and tell he him goes, this: you were lucky if you got you were lucky if you got a bun or two. Well, you try to get as many joints out of the crap, depending on how you're rolling them. And, and your dad will remember this. We used to take a magazine. You know, do it on the top of a magazine and then take out the seeds and the crap and then uh, throw that out and then get, you know, get the get as much as we can and then get enough to roll joints and rolling papers, man. You know, how old's your dad? Probably a little younger than me, I'm sure. Oh, no. You want to bet? Oh, come on. Now. You, you, I think you're younger than him. No. How old's your dad? When you were talking about that, he's like 70. Oh, well, I am younger, boy. I'm 60. 
So your dad had yeah, you. Yeah, because when you were talking, when you were talking about Bob Saget, I was like, oh my god, Larry is not that. Larry can't be that old if he's saying Bob Saget has him beat. Well, Bob Saget was sixty-five. Yeah, and, and, I, and I'm so. I'm sixty years old, uh, and I yeah. have I have a thirty-two-year-old son and a twenty-six-year-old daughter. So that's why I figured, you know, listen, if, if your parents got married and they had you at 25, your dad would only be 50, you know? So he, but he yeah, had. No. You, match, you match up. See, what, when was your son born? 89? My son was born 89, right. Yeah, that's when my brother was born. And you were born in 96? So, yeah. Yeah, my daughter was born in 95. Matter of fact, I just saw my daughter the other day. She was going to uh, Bush Gardens, and she stopped up here to see her grandmother, which is my mother, who I take care of, who's eighty-eight. And then, uh, and I love seeing my daughter. She came up with her boyfriend, and uh, you know, I love that. I it, it, it's just something that's great. So, uh, did you go all mafia on the boyfriend? Like you break my daughter's heart off. No, no. I, I, I tell it legit. I said, listen, I have a couple. Don't ever hit my daughter. You're going to deal with your own problems. Don't you ever put a hand on my daughter. Uh, you know, she can I, be- saw, I saw a thing with Michael Francis who said that. He goes, yeah, I told him. I had to, he had his daughters on, and he said, yeah, I told him too, didn't I? And the daughters were like, yeah, he did. <laughs> well, you know, obviously, I, I always connected with younger people, me. And, uh, so I look at it in that way and I look at the, how to do things the right way. You know, if that, if that makes sense. So what I do is, uh, well, I'm, I'm very big on, uh, a lot of things, you know, and mine is being a communicator, not, not, I respect young people's decisions or the way they are like you, I respect it big time. You know, I, I like to listen. Now, I have a lot more experience than you, obviously, as your parents do or something like that. But I also, with that said, I look at, at you and your experiences, whether it's with computers or gaming or the younger generation and how you look at things. And, and I respect it big time. You know, I'm not one of these people who say, oh, it's my way or the highway kind of thing. No, nah, that's not me. You know, and it never will be. And, and I don't ever want it to be, you know, so... I look at it like that. Uh, so you, you're not working. You're staying home right now, smoking a lot of pot. Uh, you must be on disability of some sort, right? Yeah, I can do uh, part-time work. That's what I'm saying. But you must. do you get disability from the state? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to and say. And even that was a hassle to try to get. Well, I mean, you're half blind. What do you, you know, I don't get that. Nah. And it's a shame, you know. No, no, you you don't get you don't get it. I don't get it. I had to go to like all these. My lawyer goes. My lawyer said to my mom and dad, "He's like, okay, really? Next time, could you give me an easier case." Oh, <laughs> well, why? Because you well, they were. He was. He was fighting the system. You always talk about the system fighting you. They wouldn't give me my damn money. Uh, I know how it is. Trust me, the system is not. It's a shame because you would think there would be, just make sure you're not a fraud, obviously. That's easy to prove with you. And that's it. And then give you what you need to, you got coming, you know. They want to fight every way, yeah. make you do, jump through hoops. And this one, it's another person's job. That's really why they do that shit, you know. 
And that's wrong. That yeah. is dead fucking wrong, if that makes sense. And like, like all the doctors I go to, they're like, seriously? You, did you write down all the medicine we have to prescribe you? Yes, sir. Yeah. And they said no. Yes, sir. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And it's just, it's just, and I, you know, that's why I get mad at our country in a lot of ways. You know, we talk about other countries and their human rights and this and hold the fuck on. Let's get our human rights down. Don't fucking throw stones if you live in a glass house. You know, we treat people, yeah. we treat, uh, we have, we treat elderly terribly. We treat the, you know, a country should be judged. I always say this on how it treats its elderly, infirm, yeah. it's sick, it's elderly, and it's incarcerated. It's cool. It's how you treat the, the ones that are most vulnerable, which is the incarcerated, the elderly, and the infirmed. The minute that happens, it, it, you know, you need to, uh, you know, address that shit, if that makes sense. So, uh, yeah. But, you yeah, know. So, I got to go to a junction. Looking at me like, damn, all right. And he, he goes, listen, I know you've been trying very hard and you're doing the best you can. But as of right now, I'm going to say that you have to. I'm saying you're going out on disability for part time or whatever, however you call it, part time disability. Uh, well, listen, you so, get what you get, and obviously, you know, you seem intelligent, which uh, I like. You know, I was thrilled. Yeah. So the judge was like, "That's why he was kind of talking to me, like it was a bad thing." But in my head, I'm thinking, "Yes." Oh. <laughs> well, you know, obviously, the judge or whoever it is has to uh, realize. Hey, listen, I'm dealing with a guy who's, you know, because I look at people like this. When I look now, I have a very bad back, which makes it where I can't do certain things now, obviously, in my age. And I look at people and then I look at their disability and I say, okay, why should I be blessed? Which I am. I do believe I'm blessed, no matter what. And you know how that came about? And it's, it's in the book, too. You'll read about it. Uh, I was in prison and it was, you know, I was in the hole in prison, in the hole now. So I'm fucking in the hole in a bad way. I think I was in there about six months at the time. So I'm half going crazy. And across, across from me, like catty corner across from me, and, you know, the cells are not right across. They're like one a little up and down. If, if, if you can try to picture that, looking down a tier, it's kind of like catty You'll see one to your right, one to your left, and you're in the middle, and then that person will see one to their right, one to their other. In other words, the doors are not straight across from each other. Uh so yeah. I'm in the hole, and there was a guy across from me, you know, a little bit to the right, and he had no legs, no legs. He was a, a, a black guy, about 50, 55 at that time or whatever it was, and he was a disabled vet from Vietnam, and they didn't give a fuck about him. They let him defecate on himself. He couldn't get around. He couldn't get his food. You think they, like, did anything right to help him? The lieutenant in the hole. The one where they filmed it. Yes. Where, did they film this? Yes. And then you and then you said, "Oh shit!" And then you got out your pen and paper. No, it was in the hole, so no pen. No, it was a pencil. You're right. I actually wrote yeah. senators, and I was writing articles and stuff about that. And you're 100 percent right. And the lieutenant filmed it and said, "If anybody and the saw guy it, actually looked." Yeah, the guy actually looked in your cell. And actually said something like, "Oh, if, if anyone saw this footage, that's it." Man, you got a Did good. You look me in your cell. 
You, you got a good memory. He backed up to my cell door, which I was standing at the door near the window. And he backed up to the cell, and, and he was filming inside the cell. And, it, oh, the smell and everything, you know. And he said, if anybody, if, if you know, I used to write congressmen and, and senators and all this shit. I wasn't, you know, I never quit. And he said, he goes, if anybody saw this video, somebody in here would be in prison. You know, meaning the people who fucked up, you know, the, the, uh, the government who fucked up. And uh, so, of course, the first thing I did was start fucking writing and writing and writing. And uh, I wouldn't quit. With your, with, your golf, with your golf pencil and your razor that you stole from the guards? Well, the razor you steal from the razors they give you and then you give it back, but it doesn't have a razor in it. You actually, yeah, they give no, you. No, I know, but you would use that to sharpen it. Right, right. Use, use that, that to sharpen it, or rub it against the concrete. You know, the the walls were cinder block. You know, the 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 walls weren't a straight wall; it was cinder block. So you you know you could rub rub the the the, the cover off the pen till you get to the uh, till you get to the uh, the pen the pencil stuff. The what is that? I don't even know what they used to. Wow, my fucking brain took a freeze there. What do they call the gra- the graphic the 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 lead the lead in the pencil until you got lead to, or graphite right lead or graphite until you got to the lead in the pencil and then you'd be able to write a little more. I remember, I remember the tips of my fingers used to fucking get numb, you know, because you're trying to hold this little fucking pencil, and, and my my yeah. uh, uh, fingertips would actually get numb. Griffin, is that crazy? It's just fucking wild. Yeah. But you remember that? That was a, yeah. You must have watched a lot of my videos. Yeah, I can keep going, but I think I'd scare you. What, with my all my videos? Not all of them, but like I was just going to say, and then there's that one time I think Paul Tolini had to write his court statement on a piece of toilet paper. Absolutely. You listened to him, though. He actually wrote a motion on a piece of toilet paper, and the judge got so mad at the prison, he ordered them to put a typewriter, a ribbon, and a paper for us to use legal work, because they have to give you that. What do you, you know? Otherwise, you're denying a person his his ability to defend himself or to represent himself, yeah. and you can't do that, no matter what. So you're in the hole. What are yeah. they do? Because then they have a tool to do this, Griffin. Oh, they did it to me. Don't think they don't fuck around. I I would fucking file so what they call BPs, uh, a Bureau of Prison. A BP-8, BP-9, BP-10, BP-11. It goes to Washington, you know, goes up the chain of command. And each one of them, you get 30 days to respond, and they wait till the end, and they hope you fucking get tired. I wouldn't get tired. I'd go all, because before yeah. you sue the prison, you have to exhaust your remedies, your your, your uh, in-house remedies. So you have to exhaust your, your BP-8 system before you're allowed to sue in the federal court. Once you do that, then you can do it. Then, you, unless unless you're asking for an emergency injunction, you know, like like them not feeding you or something like that. Then it, you know, it's a case or not yeah. shower. You can get what they call an emergency injunction. Injunction. But what we used to do is is I would exhaust. I wouldn't quit. I would. I wouldn't exhaust. I would exhaust all my remedies and then I'd go into the court and sue them. And I would not fucking quit. And they they put the system up to 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 mess with you if you know what I mean. They put the system up so you fail. You know, they're trying to make you fail. Yeah. Just like what they've done in the real world. They've made the system. So you need a lawyer. You can't represent yourself. They made it so tough to represent yourself. Instead of, 
you know, making it where it's common sense law. So I can, like, you can stand up in front of a, a bunch of people and express yourself and they get it. You know, they've taken that away, all the rules of law. And why did they do that? You know why? Because the, the guys who make the laws are former lawyers. Now, a lawyer gets in there. Who, who are judges? Former lawyers. Who are fucking politicians? Mostly former lawyers or in the system. Or you'll see judges. And they keep it. And they know they're there to protect their old, the, the next guy coming up. So, you know, the system yeah. is skewed towards them making you need a lawyer. And obviously that's for yeah. many reasons. And, and it, like your system, they made it so difficult for you to put in for disability that you needed a lawyer. I mean, they did that yeah. to you. You know, it's crazy. That's not being a fair. They denied, they denied us like they denied us twice. Oh, I heard they deny everybody. Yeah, no, they denied us twice. And, and then finally the doctors were like, really? Go get a lawyer. This is retarded. Oh, really? Wow, that's the doctors telling yeah, you that. Like, yeah, like you take all these, you take all these pills. How are you supposed to pay for them? Right. Are you, you, you know, when I hear elderly people who don't know the system and don't know how to fight for the system have to give up their health medications to eat, that fucking drives me crazy. See, I'm a believer that everybody should work if they can. I'm a believer in that we should help people, period. No woman, and I say this all the time, or no person in this country should have to eat cat food. Or no person in this country should have to decide whether I eat or take medicine. That's bullshit. That is not a society I want to be involved with. I don't. That's not a country that I, I'm going to respect. If we put this system well, up, I, it drives me nuts, if that makes sense, Griffin. Yeah. You know? Well, I like when you quoted George Carlin one time, and I'm going to do it to you now again, because he goes, he goes, yep. The government has figured out a way to make the rich richer, the poor poorer, and the middle class pays for everything. Uh, George Carlin, I, I listened to him on Sirius Radio. He has uh, Carlin's Corner, and yeah. he has some great, great. If you ever, if you, if you have never listened to George Carlin, you need to listen to. George. I love George Carlin. Okay, I love George Carlin. Oh he, my God, he He's does so, like his his. His specials are like, I'm here in like 2021, the guy passed away in the early 2000s, and I'm like, oh my God, it's still so true. That's not good. Oh, isn't it true? Everything he's saying. With religion, with everything, whatever he says, you know, you got, he puts a lot of very smart spin on things, and the way he explains it, the way he explains uh, uh, kids, you know. He says, look, we're making them fucking pussies. You know, you, you, you have to give every kid a trophy. Stop the fucking bullshit. Yeah. You know, I mean. <laughs> I was laughing when I saw that special. I said, thanks a lot, George. That's my generation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is. Well, it's actually not your generation. It's, it's my generation. Maybe a little younger than me, but my generation was. Well, not me. Like I said, maybe the I'm, I'm still a baby boomer. What's the next one? Gen X yeah. or Gen Y or whatever the fuck it is. Whatever it was, the one I after don't know. me. Uh, yeah, no. And yeah. then, but I was watching his comedy special in 2006. And I'm like, these parents, man, what the hell are they doing? They're blah, blah, blah. I was like, wait a minute. 
That's my generation. Yeah. <laughs> They're talking about how screwed up my generation is. Well, you know who I blame? And started, what and he started saying something about how, uh, oh, and these kids, they get, they get honorable just for breathing. I'm like, <laughs> I wish. But you know, it's funny. It's I didn't get honorable just for breathing. You, you know what it is, Griffin? Yeah. I blame my generation for raising your generation. In other words, our generation should have been fucking, you know, the great generation of the World War II, and they fought for this country and stuff. And they weren't also right either. You know, they stayed in bad marriages. So they'd fucking, you know, the kids know that it's a bad marriage. And they always oh, did it for the kids. Every fucking kid comes out of there fucked up, says, my fucking parents used to fucking beat each other or whatever the hell I used to hear or whatever. Oh, but you stayed together for your parents? What are you, fucking an idiot? You know, I mean, for the kids, you stayed together for the kids? That's not smart. You know, listen, right. and that goes to the fact that I give kids more credit for understanding things. And making good decisions. I give them more credit, people. I give young kids a lot of credit. I really do. Cause, but I, I think we, and I say we, my generation, wants to be, they don't want to listen to you, your generation. A lot of my friends who have kids. Now, a lot of them know me, so it's a little different, and we always talk and stuff like that. But there's some of them, ah, they fuck, he's going to go to a good, he's going to college, I say he is. Well, what the fuck? How about he don't want to go to college? You know, how about whatever the fuck? Let it's his fucking life. Why don't you, you know, we, and I say again, we, my generation, and not me, because I'm a pretty good, I listen to young people. I listen to what their likes or their dislikes are. I listen to my fucking audience by reading comments after every video, because I want to know what the young people think. You know, most of my audience is young, well, your age, you know, and uh, I want to hear what they think. Yes, you get the fucking morons. Like you said, or if getting a moderator, or I don't even. I read some stupid shit. I hope Larry gets COVID. Uh, you know, some stu you know during the live chat. I don't know if you remember the live chat the other day. Yeah, I I kind of I didn't I read I kind of glanced. I'm like, wow, you got some spammers up in here. Yeah. Now what? And you, I know you don't care, but your other fans who are trying to get a hold of you are getting pissed because they're like, okay, really, guys? Right. So. Right, what we need, yeah, uh, next one I'll probably have a moderator or two that can just wipe out that shit, you know what I mean? So I guess that's what you do. I don't know if that's how it works. I don't even know how's that. I All I know is this, that. Uh, you're, what? You're good. You're, you're fine. It'll, it'll work, right. That, that's how I look at it, Blake. I, I mean, Griffin, I don't I don't look at it differently than, oh, you know, if if. <laughs> I just get a kick of the stupid shit. I mean, you hear some stupid shit. When you get this many followers like I have, and you should see some of the crazy yeah. shit I get. You know what I mean? And uh, I look at that, and I say, uh, it is what it is. You know what I mean? If they want to be that stupid, I mean, I don't answer it, obviously, because you should never get into a, a, an altercation with someone who's that, you know, all they want is the alter, uh, altercation, you know? They don't care if they're right or wrong. They don't really want to change. They yeah. don't even believe what they're fucking saying. So, I, <laughs> you know, they, they just want to hear them fucking selves talk or somebody answer them. I often say they must be fucking stuck in a basement. And nobody wants to throw the food down there like you're a fucking animal because you must need communications, you know, if you're doing stupid shit. Yeah, that's like that. the generation after mine. That's oh, the generation after mine, Larry. 
Uh, that's that's the oh you're downstairs in your mother's basement. Oh, uh, and and they're still playing game, that's, right? Do you, yeah. Are you a gamer? Generation after mine. Are you a gamer? No. No, not at all. No. Yeah, there but are I a lot of gamers. Like, I mean, I'll watch people. I'll watch you play uh, or someone play. Uh, what is it? What do you like? Uh, GTA. But no, that's only. Yeah, but that's only because you're there to talk about it and talk about how stupid it is. Oh. Because it is stupid. Well, you know, I, I'm watching it saying, this is, this can't happen. This won't happen. You're going to run into somebody. Go through, what do you think? Nobody's going to fucking see you? What are you, fucking moron? You, you know, you, you can't take that for what it is. You have to take gaming for what it is. It's an entertainment I, I'd love to sit down and watch a movie with you because your, your mind is probably going. And you oh. could probably, someone sitting there with you can probably see it going. Pretty much, uh, my oh, my it's mind, as hell. my mind, especially movies with robberies or uh, you know crime of any sort or mafia movies or whatever. My mind is going a million miles an hour, saying this is bullshit. This wouldn't happen. I wish I I was consulting because I know I would make it better. I can make it more realistic. I you know, and then and as you know, it's just the way I think. And especially robberies, I go, no, nah, he should have did it this way. <laughs> I know it's a movie. I like the obviously. robbery fail. Oh, they're funny. Some the of robbery fails are good. They're funny. They really are. Some of them are fucking so funny. On YouTube, what's your name? So if I see your comment, I'll, I'll probably remember. I well, I know because you never forget. <laughs> but um, no, I don't have a YouTube account. I just I just go on. Oh, so you never just comment? To check to see if you were. No, I don't. Okay, uh, I just wanted. To um, okay. I, I just go and see if you or Francis have any videos. Do you ever see my, the comments, though? I mean, when I'm answering comments? Yeah, some of them. Right. Okay, good. All right. At least, at least you're doing that. But I am going to let you go. Yeah. I'm going to let you go now. Uh, and, hey, Griffiths. Oh, I do. I, go ahead. Real quick. Sure. I do have one suggestion. Sure. You should find, you should find a graphic artist. Because your book, I haven't read it yet, but just from all your stories, would be amazing as an as a graphic novel. You mean just like a comic book almost? Yeah, but like scaled up, like not like you know little shit and paperback thing. I'm talking like I don't know, but if you find the right person, all your stories, oh, you know, I I never heard that one. I've heard things to put it in audio, but did you know? If you bought my book, I think it's on Amazon, and you had Amazon Alexa, you could have that book read to you. Yeah, I, I saw your your first two chapters of you reading the book. Oh, it's terrible. I like your untold stories better. Oh, I like your I like when you actually go dive into the book and you know say, "Here's how it is in the book." Now I'm gonna really tell you and right. really give no. you as much detail. A hundred percent. You know when I read. When we first started, you must be around for a while because I don't even know if they're up anymore. Uh, you must be around for a while, uh, Griffin. But it's funny because when I first started, that's how I, one of my things I wanted to start YouTube. I said, I want to do something nobody's ever done. I want to take their own novel and read the fucking novel for free. So anybody wants to watch it, they can you know, read it and listen to it. And I started doing that shit, Griffin. I will tell you, I hated it. Now, I'm a reader, but you don't read out loud and you don't do the thing. You know, you read in your head. But anyway, it's funny because when I did that, I, I ended up telling Darian, my editor, I said, fuck this shit. 
I says, I'm going to go back. <laughs> I, I'm going to make this really cool. I'm going to, I know the chapter I wrote the book, so I'm just going to breeze the chapter. And I mean, I just even almost got to read the, the uh, chapter title and I know what it's about. Who fucked Mrs. Armolino when I was a kid or my first robbery or something, um, you know? So my point was, I enjoyed doing that, if you understand what I mean. I enjoyed narrating it. That's what I call it, narrating it. And I think people liked it a lot. But, you know, we did find out, I think that was one of the most watched YouTube playlists uh, on YouTube. You know, my playlist with, with, with the Gangster Redemption series. You know, people love that yeah. series. And, and you're going to love the book because even people who, who hear it, know my stories, know everything... They get the book and they go, holy fuck, that was amazing. I, I couldn't put it down, you know, and th that happens a yeah, lot. Yeah, I, I bought it. I finally, uh, I finally bought it from you. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to buy it. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. Well, you um, have to buy it from me because well, I did sign it. So, like I said, you'll have a signed copy yeah. uh, soon. But, um, yeah, well, and I saw one going up on eBay and I was like, holy God. Oh, a signed book is on what eBay? What is wrong with not a sign, not a sign book, but like a regular book. There were two up, and they're all gone now. What they want for them? Probably because the person they wanted eighty nine bucks. Fucking guys are trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know what happened. Just a, a quick, a quick story. I was like, I'll go on. I'll go on here and pay twenty five. I'm good. Twenty bucks, Thanks. right? And then with shipping, it's seven fifty shipping. I tell people this. I said, let me tell you what happened. I started selling it on my site because I saw the same thing. And, and someone goes, man, I'd love your book, but it's $200 in Europe. I go, what? Fucking $200. Somebody said, yeah, you can go on. You know, and the highest we saw was $450. I said, fuck that. They're screwing these people. You know what I mean? Like the, my fans, if you want to call it that. And I said, fuck that. So I called people, did a whole bunch of stuff. And now I have the books and we, I ship them. We do everything. That's why. Yeah. But I do tell people, and anybody who's listening to this podcast, if you want a signed book and you buy one of my books, you got to either email me is the best way to let you know, is email our office and say, you know, you can email it to the fans page. You can email it to info at. You can email it to Larry at realitycheckprogram.com. But make sure you do it when you get the book. Because we do, like I said, you bought it over the weekend and it's gone already. You know, it's out. You know, yeah. we don't wait yeah. six days, seven days. I don't do that. When the order comes in, it, Teresa will process them. And if I'm around, she'll fucking, you know, hey, Larry, there's a few books over there. You want to sign them? I think there was seven. I said, sure, okay. And I sat down, I signed them. I think I signed something like stay well, best wishes always, always. I don't know. And I signed them. You know, I write in the first page. I do it myself. So uh, now if I'm not around, she, you know, mails the books unless there is an email saying, can you please have Mr. Lawton sign it? I've had many of those people say, hey, I'd like a book signed because it's a birthday present. You know, can you say happy birthday to whoever it is? I said, you know, and I do that. Or, it's, you know, hey, my, my son just grabbed. I got just one of these. My son graduated college. It was last year, whatever. And he says, can you, you know, he loves your your YouTube. He, he always wanted your book. I want to surprise him with a signed copy. So I did the whole thing, and I signed a nice thing. Congratulations for your graduation. I hope you have a great career. Pick, choose what you want. And then I signed it, you know. So he has a, a, a really personalized book. And But I tell people, you, 
got to do that. You got to email us. Oh, my bad. No, 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 you're good. You're good. What were you going to say? Yeah, I know. Um, so, uh, real quick, I guess you have to be going. Well, soon. Um, yeah, you know I what I say what you, to... Oh, go ahead. I I, I, go ahead. I, I don't... I don't know um, if you know about this guy or like this guy or whatever, but check out a documentary called, um, oh, what's it called? Um, I had a, I have a senior moment when I'm 25. Um, <laughs> That'll come more. Well, keep thinking about it. <laughs> Shut up. Keep, keep. Shut up. Um, the guys, it's, um, what's the, what's God the bless you. his name? Um, um, thank you. Um, Oh, and I like your stories about the guy who did the acid with the Grateful Dead. Oh, fuck. I love that guy. To this day, I love him. Love you should bring him on. Oh, I will. He fucking, him and I have some great fucking stories. My, I was telling my dad about that, and he goes, what's his name? <laughs> did your dad I like, do? I don't know. <laughs> did your dad do Fed time? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure he did acid, though. But no, Listen. he was—he's all—he's a huge—he's a huge deadhead. So he was oh, like, "What's his name?" He might know him, lumpy. Huge. Dead. I was like, I, I was laughing when you put up the Grateful Dead uh, when you said uh, this is the Grateful Dead. I was like, I've known that since birth. Uh, oh man, I used yeah. to listen to Grateful Dead on my radio, and and when I did acid, and just he knows your dad knows if he's a deadhead, he definitely did acid. He tripped. Because that's what deadheads oh, do. Yeah. You know, that's just what they do. I asked him about it too. He goes, I asked him about it too. He goes, uh, he goes, I don't know how that would work. I don't know how that would affect you. I. What? Uh, how what would affect you? No, no acid. Oh, affect how you. How acid would affect me. Oh, you. Meaning yeah, you. He goes, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he goes, I don't know because you, you have anxiety and anyone who has anxiety that usually, uh, Makes it worse. Well, I, I tell okay, people, so you, you've heard me say that. You have to have the right disposition. If you're a nasty person or you have some problems, you, you could have a bad trip. Uh, if you don't have that and you're just laid back and don't give a fuck and all that kind of shit, tripping is great, you know. So it, it does depend on that. So I don't know. I don't think it doesn't. So, But okay, listen, so I do got to get going. All right, real quick. Sure. Any other question? Where to? Um, yeah, I'm. Ta I'm the, I found the name of the movie. Uh, it's called "Where to Invade Next," Where and it talks invade. about prisons, the, Ooh. the different prisons and stuff. Where to invade next? Yeah. Oh, I got. Can you can you email me that? Okay. My email is Larry it, at Reality Check Program. Dot com. That'll come right to me. Yeah. Larry at okay. reality check program, all one word, dot com. But okay. hey, hey, Griffin, it was great talking to you. I mean, I made a show. You and I did this show, so you'll be able to hear this in an hour. So you're on the show. Uh, cool. I'll, I'll be putting it up. I don't cut anything. It goes straight up. I love the podcast that way. I can sit and do it myself, have fun. I get Ben's on here or my brother, and we, and we just rap and talk. And now you're going to be able to hear this, and you're going to be in this episode. You're in episode number 46, and I'll, I'll talk about cool. Larry had a phone call with Griffin or whatever it is, so you can uh, hear that. Cool. I wish your dad well. Tell him, yeah, there's a fellow deadhead here. So, uh, And he, he'll understand all my stories with the dead. But 
And uh, long, he, I, as we used to say, long live Jerry Garcia, Garcia even though he's dead, but long live Jerry. So, oh, but, I, and you know, the morbid part is he died the year before I was born. Yeah, about 20 years ago, right? Well, 25. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah. He was amazing, man. Fucking amazing. But uh, the way he fucking played that guitar and you're on acid, your dad will know this. You fucking could hear every little note. It's like, <laughs> I mean, a fucking great shit. I've got stories we'll talk about. Maybe I'll talk about the deadhead. With, I got to get a lump on one time. And a couple. I got a couple of guests that I'm going to bring on. And not just a podcast on a YouTube channel, you know. I like to do a good video so people could see it too as well, you know. But anyway, yeah, I got. Big Ron. Yeah, I got to go. Oh, Big Ron, my buddy. Ugh, I love that guy. All right, my man. Take care, Griffin. I hope all is well. Stay well. I uh, wish you well with your disability. Enjoy the book, and contact me after you read the book, and and maybe put, go go put up a, uh, you know, one of those uh, uh, reviews after the book, and, and <laughs> a reaction. <laughs> a reaction. Okay, one of those. But yeah, that'd be good. Hey, Griffin, you have a great week. Uh, my best to everybody. Stay healthy and stay warm. Take care, buddy. Thank you. You all too. Right. In Florida. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, guys, that was uh, Griffith, uh, just just a guy that I was on with uh, who, who called the office about the book, and I just threw him on, and, you know, I enjoy talking to my audience. I love doing that. Boy, and it flies by, man. I can't believe the time uh, already. And he's a nice young guy, 25 has a has a, a, a sight disability and you know but you know when you have a disability I always look at that as you know look at the great people in this world who had disabilities other things happen you could took uh, 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 what's his name Andre Pocelli and and Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles and all the talented people out there who had disabilities and they did something else uh, it's amazing if if you really want to look at that. And it just goes to show you the will and, and how the brain works, how you could have a, a, a sight disability and then your hearing gets better, or your mind gets clearer, or whatever it is for that matter, whatever it is. And I think that's great with uh, Griffin, too. I think he, he sounds like a smart young guy. He's able to read at a one eye, and I, he's going to enjoy the book you are. He's going to strain that eye, I can tell you that, because people who – I had a buddy, took my book, never read a book in his life. The guy was like 70 he never, well, 70 more, probably 75. He maybe a little younger. He never, ever read a book in his life, in his life. And he read my book. He said, Larry, I couldn't put this thing down. This is the best book I've ever read in my life. But he goes, and it's the only book I've ever read in my life. He used to read. He actually was a contractor. So he could read plans. And <laughs> obviously intelligent guy. He just wasn't a reader. And there are a lot of people out there who are not readers, but I think once they pick up my book, one, because it's an easy read. Uh, I don't make the letters so small and you're looking, oh, fuck, how am I going to read this shit? No, the book is the book is for readers. It's big enough. The print's big enough. The words, the spacing. We may, I made it very reader-friendly, and I'm glad I did that. But anyway, everybody, I do have to go. You guys have a great, great week. Here it is Monday. And we're going to be in February tomorrow. Can you believe February 2022? So, everybody, have a great day. Please make sure you make good choices. Try to help somebody. 
And please stay safe, and I'll see you next Friday on a podcast and videos every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe.